Hello, hello, and welcome to the Pause Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Molseed, and I'm an ex-professional road cyclist, now turned self-love coach. I want to take just a little moment to spread the gratitude from me to you and from you to you for choosing to press pause on your day and soak up some self-loving content. So no matter what you're doing, take this tiny little moment to take a breath before we get into it. Hello, welcome. I am here. We have begun. I've been trying to get this off the ground for a while now, and I'm just glad that I'm actually just sitting here in this recording space with my little bubba fast asleep. And I'm hoping you can hear me well. I'm hoping that this is recording well. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So today I'm going to talk about self-belief and the effect that that has on our experiences in life, the effect that that has on whether we achieve our goals or not. And self-belief to me is our identity. It's our ego. It's how we talk about ourselves, either to ourselves or to others around us. And we're not always super aware of this. A lot of this happens subconsciously because, you know, we're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. And we've had these beliefs since we were really, really young. So a lot of the time, we're not even thinking about how we're talking to ourselves about ourselves, <laughs> or how we're saying things about us to others. It just comes out and it's just really normal and it feels normal. Some of the most common things that I hear from people around me, that I hear from myself as well, and that I hear from my clients is I'm not good enough. That's a massive one. I am not worthy, you know, not deserving to chase my dreams or to even dream, to even set goals. I fear failure. What is everyone else going to think about me? I need to fit in. What are we trying to fit into? Our clothes? The group around us? Absolutely. We are a species that herds. But I'm asking you, where are you trying to fit in? I don't want self-belief to be confused with having confidence. Having confidence is a form of self-belief. But I think... When you're a confident person, you still have fear. Absolutely, you still fear the outcome. You still feel fear failure. But I think confident people understand that when they try and they fail, so when they fall short of a goal or they don't quite get it right, they make mistakes. People who are confident are okay with that. They know that that's part of the process. They know that yeah, I'm going to make mistakes in my life and that's okay. I'm going to try anyway because I know that that's going to, that's what's going to get me closer to the goal. That's what's going to allow me to learn is making these mistakes. And if I don't make any mistakes, I won't learn anything and I will never grow. I was listening to another podcast today by Brene Brown and she was talking about the goal is not comfort. The goal is growth. 
The goal is not comfort. The goal is growth and all kinds of growth, any growth that you are looking for, it doesn't look like a straight line up, right? It doesn't even look like a sloped line up. It looks like progressively upward trend and then there might be a dip or there might be a plateau and that goes up and down and up and down but the trend is gradually up is the important part. If you are stretching yourself, if you're pushing yourself just past your comfort zone, you will progressively grow. And guess what? That doesn't mean that you're not going to be scared because any type of change, any type of pushing yourself is going to get uncomfortable at some point and then you're going to grow. So I think my point is that people who believe in themselves, they're still just as scared as us. And I'm saying us <laughs> because I think I've, I've been both of these types of people depending on what I'm trying to do. I'm confident now. I know that this is already my third, I don't even know how many takes I've done now in trying to start this podcast, but I'm confident that every single time I learn something and that eventually I will have some great content to play into your beautiful ears. Things that I've been not so confident about have crippled me at times and I've been so scared to start, but the important part has always been starting. No matter how messy I am, I know that I'm always capable of learning. I've got a few things that I wrote down here about confidence and I do want to share that with you. Confidence means I'm scared, but I love myself enough to try anyway. I love myself enough to know that even if I don't succeed or achieve what I set out to do, I will learn, grow, improve and get closer to my goal. Confidence is understanding that I am not defined by my falling down. I am defined by my willingness to take meaningful and mindful action towards the person that I wish to become. And when you do that, the world around you starts to change. How does the world start to change when you change your inner dialogue or your self-belief? It works because our minds are meaning-making machines. Whatever we believe to be true, we will find evidence for. And we will twist things. We will delete details. We will change details until the evidence proves us right. <laughs> and we know this. I'm sure you can feel that one of the hardest things to say as a human being is I was wrong and I'm sorry. Super humbling to be able to say that. Whatever you think, you are. And so is the world around you. You will find evidence to prove whatever you are repeatedly telling yourself. If you're saying, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, this is never going to work out for me. It works out for other people, but not me. I'm not good enough. There's something about me that is just never going to get there, right? All of those things playing over and over and over in your head. Guess what? That's what you're going to get because that's what you believe. That's how 
the world around you changes depending on what you believe to be true. I'm a massive believer of your external reality is a mirror reflection of what is going on inside you. You attract the people that reflect what's going on inside you. You attract the situations, the experiences, the circumstances that reflect what is going on inside you. And sometimes that's really, really freaking hard to swallow that pill, but it's true. So how can we change? How can we adjust our self-belief and our internal dialogue so that it matches what we actually want in life? Because we only get this one precious existence as we are now, no matter what you believe in, if you believe in reincarnation or past lives, the one that you're in right now, only one of these exists. How do you want to live it? Are your thoughts and your self-belief matching how you want to live this life? If not, how do you change it? The thing is, as humans, the really shit thing is, is that we are really negatively biased. So we will find things in our environment that we see as potential threats because that's how we're wired. A lot of things back in the day could kill us. A lot of things could wipe out our existence, whether that was animals, the weather, or starvation, whatever that might have been. So we're always on the lookout for things that are threats and we're really, really good at finding them, but we're not so good at being rational and noticing that that's not actually a true threat. That's not actually happening now. That's something that I've fabricated in my mind and it's not real. We're not good at doing that. And the state that we're in when we're not good at thinking rationally is called the sympathetic nervous system response, the fight flight, freeze response. When you're in that state, if you're sitting here and you're like, yes, I'm always in that state where I'm anxious, stressed, worried, overwhelmed, feeling like I'm flooded, feeling like I'm drowning, feeling like I'm just trying to keep my head above water all the time with all of the things that I'm trying to manage in my life, work, relationships, family, exercise, getting good nutrition, getting good sleep, money, whatever it is in your life that you're trying to balance all of these things. If you feel like you're an anxious person, it's going to be really, really hard for you to be rational. So what you need to do is find something that turns off that sympathetic nervous system response and gets you into parasympathetic nervous system dominance so you can start to think rationally. And then you can start to change your inner dialogue. And some of those things that will help you switch your nervous system from sympathetic to parasympathetic dominance are meditation. You know it. If you're not a meditator, get on it. But I can't force you. So some other things, because we lack options, are going for a walk in nature without your phone. I don't want to see you walking around the street or walking on in through the bush on your phone. Put it away. You can listen to this podcast and <laughs> this podcast only. <laughs> okay, so a walk in nature is also super helpful. Journaling is a massive player in my life and really helpful to switch that. Exercise is another one. 
to just, you know, blow the cobwebs out, blow the thoughts out of your mind and come to some flow state, come to some groundedness, center yourself. And they're just to name a few. I want to throw having a bath in there because who doesn't love a good soak in the hot tub? I wish I had a bath. I don't have a bath. So those are some of the things that you can do to just slow down. And I urge you to do them, okay? You will avoid if you are a constant high achiever and always looking for something else to do. If you struggle to slow down, I'm urging you to please slow down so that you can become aware of that inner dialogue and start to think rationally so you can change some of the thoughts that are in your mind. How do you change? Slow, slowly, slow and steady. I think a lot of us right now are looking for a massive, quick fix, the quickest fix that anyone could imagine. We're all looking for it. We're all looking for that switch that you can flick or that button that you can press or that pill that you can take that will just fix everything and change your whole life. And I'm telling you, it doesn't exist. I'm telling you that if you are that person that I described before that is constantly anxious, or even if you're on the scale, right, we're all on that scale. We're all somewhere dancing between (laughs) completely insane and the yogi bear. We're all somewhere along there. And depending on where you're trying to get to will depend on the level of self-reflection that it's going to take and self-awareness that you're going to have to tap into in order to change those thoughts depending on where you're starting and depending on where you want to get to is is the work that you've got to do. The only thing standing between where you are now and where you want to get to is commitment. I want to say that again. The only thing standing between where you are now and where you want to get to is commitment, dedication, consistency, and maybe some accountability. So reach out to someone who you know is going to support you on this journey to self-awareness and to changing the beliefs that you have about yourself. Tell them how you're committed to change and get them to help you by checking in regularly to see, hey, how are those thought patterns going? Or how are you going with your journaling? How are you going with your meditation? How are you going with your daily walks? Whatever you're committed to doing to slow down and start this process of self-awareness, self-reflection, self-belief, self-love, whatever you're choosing to do at the end of this podcast, tap someone on the shoulder and tell them about it because it just makes it all the more powerful. Write it down again, makes it all the more powerful. And I want to leave you with one thing just to get you on the way. When the next time you notice yourself talking shit about yourself, take a breath and repeat a loving, compassionate statement from you to you. And I want to share mine with you. So the loving and compassionate understanding statement that I repeat to myself when I catch myself 
talking shit <laughs> about me is it's okay. You don't have to say those things anymore about yourself. I'm here with you. We're on the same team. I love you anyway. I love you any way that you are, any way that you come. I choose to love you. And I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you on the next one.